0: You're listening to The Bookkeeper's Podcast with The 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world and here are your hosts and founders of The Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi
1: and welcome to Bookkeeper's Bootcamp. I'm Zoe Whitman, I'm here with Joe Wood and Nicola Fallon and today we're going to be talking about starting your own bookkeeping practice which is something that Nicola has just done. And I know there are lots of people here who are thinking I really want to leave my job or run my own business but I actually don't really know how to start that well Nicola's actually just very recently done it so I'm really excited about learning about her story and hearing about the steps she's taken and how it's going for her so far so Nicola thank you so much for joining us how are you doing today oh great thanks
2: thanks for having me it's good to oh, be yeah. here
1: It's our pleasure. It's lovely to talk to you. And Nicola and I speak regularly because Nicola is a member of our study club as well as our six month success program. So we're we're just having a chat. just a normal chat. So it's all going to be nothing to worry about. Um, Nicola, do you want to start by telling us about your background before you started your
0: bookkeeping practice?
2: Yeah, okay. So, um, well, being one of the older members of the Six Figure Bookkeepers group, um, I do have a long background. So, uh, buckle in everyone for this long story. Uh, I will try and keep it short. Um, But I think it's important to share my background so people know um, why I am where I am today. So, um, I left school at 16 with nine GCSEs my teachers all thought I should go to college and university but at the time my family couldn't really afford to support me through that so I went out into the big wide world of employment Uh, I was good at maths so I got myself a job at NatWest Bank Uh, I was there for 11 years during that time um, I got married really young I think I was 23 when I got married only just turned 23 uh, had my two boys, Alex and Ben. Um, I left NatWest um, after 11 years, I uh, just had my um, youngest son, Ben. Um, I decided uh, I wanted to study to be a primary school teacher. So, which meant eventually going to university after all that time to get a degree. So I started um, an access to higher education course at local college uh, a month after Ben was born. Um, It should have been a two year course, um, but my tutor encouraged me at the end of the first year to apply to the university, uh, which I did. And I got a place on an English literature degree course. So a complete change of, uh, gone from maths to English, um, and I did that for three years around the same time I started the English literature degree course Um, Alex was four Ben was one um, I split up with my husband their dad so that was me um, 28 years old single mother of two two children under five no job um, and about to start an English literature degree uh, so, yeah, it was it a hard time, but luckily I had a lot of support from my mum and dad. Um, I was able to juggle childcare, studying, uh, a part-time job for three years while I did the degree. Um, but at the end of the three years, what I couldn't do was carry on to do the postgraduate degree that I needed to do the teaching. It was just the logistics of it, um, the financial burden, So I had to have a rethink again, um, and I decided to go back to full-time employment. So um, I got a job at a company called um, BOC, British Oxygen Company. Uh, I was doing the payroll in their head office. It was walking distance from home and the school, really convenient. Um, They also paid for me to do a diploma in payroll management with the Chartered Institute of Payroll Professionals, the CIPP. Um, I did that on a fast track. So um, again, I passed that quite quickly. I did it within 12 months, but that was it. Then I was hooked on payroll. I loved it and um, I was really good at it. So um, I carried on in in my payroll career. Uh, I went on to work various companies around Manchester, ITV was one of them. That was interesting times. And then eventually I got a fantastic job as a payroll manager for our global risk and insurance company, uh, Jardine Lloyd Thompson, or JLT for short. It was really hard work at first. There was about 5,000 employees on the payroll. Um, I was Their head office was in London. My bosses were all in London. Um, so I was traveling to London quite frequently. Um, even I even travelled to India to um, do some payroll training to a shared service centre over there but uh, I was very well paid and I think that's what kept me there, really kept me going so throughout my 20s and 30s I think I always felt stressed I was being a single mum to two boys trying to build a career I could be proud of studying um, and earning the money I needed to pay the bills Um, I think I just lived on adrenaline. And um, when I didn't have the boys, I partied hard with my friends. Um, I loved music. I went to gigs and festivals as much as I could. So it probably wasn't really the healthiest of lifestyles. And I don't remember sleeping very much for about 15 years. Um, Anyway, so I reached my 40s. The boys were older teenagers then. Um, I thought, well, it's time to prioritise me now. So I met my husband, Mark, when I was 41. It it was an absolute whirlwind romance, but he's amazing and supportive. Um, I couldn't have met a better man after being on my own for so long. Uh, I still worked at JLT, um, had a great team there, really enjoyed the job, Um, had great friends around me and um, fantastic family support as always. So life was really good. And then... Um, I I experienced a couple of tragedies. My friend got terminal cancer. um, She died when she was 36. Um, Then her husband died six months later. um, And I got really poorly. So at the time, the doctors put it down to grief, um, stress, etc. But I knew it wasn't that. It wasn't just um, in my head it was a physical thing i just felt physically exhausted and just couldn't do the things i used to be able to do didn't have any enthusiasm for anything um so it took them two years to diagnose and um, that i had hyperthyroidism which is underactive thyroid and then another two years to get my medication right um but now two years i've stabilized now um i still don't feel as well as I did before. Um, I'm five stone heavier for a start. Uh, But I think this is the best I'm going to get now. And I try and live each day with as much joy as I can, because you just don't know what's around the corner. So that's it. That's my life so far in a not so small nutshell.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. Honestly, Nicola, I could just listen to you forever. You tell such an amazing story and your journey has been so full of ups and downs and twists and turns and um, wow wow okay so now I want to know the next bit I want to know so you're working in your job you're dealing with health issues you're newly married um, and you're what so was you working and then you decided you wanted to change how things are? Is this how, how how is, how is Virtual Accounts and Taxes Limited born or an idea? And because I know you've done loads of more study. I mean, the amount of studying you have done in your life. I mean, hats off <laughs> to you. Wow. I like wow. consuming so, knowledge. I like knowledge. Yeah. So, so what happened next? What happened well, next?
2: I think I could have carried on at JLT forever. But what happened in April 2019 Um, A US firm called Marsha McLennan bought JLT. So six months later, um, I was given my notice of redundancy. So um, I had a 12-month notice period. So that shows you how um, important the job I was doing was. Uh, It it took six months of that notice period to transfer the 5,000 employees we had on the payroll to their payroll. And then there was like another six-month handover, winding down kind of period. So the first two, the first six months of my notice period, it was it was just too busy for me to think about what I wanted to do next. But once the um, handover period started, which was April 2020, um, I started to have a think about what I could do next. So at third, first, I thought about just um, I was going to set up a payroll bureau. Um, So I did a bit of research online around the local area, and I found that people that were offering payroll services were also offering this thing called bookkeeping. Like, what's bookkeeping? Uh, So I did a bit of research on that, um, and one of the ladies that was offering bookkeeping services and payroll services lived on the actual housing estate where I live, and she is a tutor at Ideal Schools. So anybody... um, who studies with Ideal Schools uh, would know Esther, and she actually lives two streets away from me. Um, And this is how I found out about the Institute of Certified Bookkeepers, the ICB. And I thought that would be my best route to getting my own practice license. So I signed up with Ideal Schools, um, it was around May, 2020. Um, I didn't really get stuck in until after I was made redundant in September 2020 and since then I've completed 12 exams and I've also had two contract payroll manager jobs during that time because I still needed to earn money. So um, in the last 12 months I've had a lot of learning to do, all during the pandemic and lockdowns etc, all done remotely which wasn't always easy. Um support i got from ideal schools was amazing though and they managed everything so well the tutors were always on hand if i needed assistance so i think that's why i did so well doing the 12 exams in such a short space of time and also in september 2020 i also found the six-figure bookkeepers club and i watched my first boot camp Uh, i think it was about relationships And I thought, wow, who are these people? They're my kind of people. I love them. Uh, I just knew then that it was 100% the right path for me. And I was more determined than ever to launch my own bookkeeping practice. Oh, that's
1: so lovely to hear. Thanks, Nicola. Well, we're like we're so pleased that you found us and that we've been able to help you with this. Um, this you've been on such an amazing journey, and there's so much love coming through on the comments as well from everyone who's watching and seeing how inspiring you are. Um, that everyone's crying. I think everyone's Aww. crying. They're, you know, they're saying that you're so inspirational, such a powerhouse. Lots of people sharing their love for the losses that you've had and just. Aww the inspiration that you're sharing saying, do you know, actually this is the time I'm gonna take control of this now. And then having that focus to work through those exams. That is a lot of exams to have to take but like anyone who's doing this journey to become, to get their practice license knows the work that you need to do to get through those. Ex- you have to do it. Like there's nothing you can do. You've got to sit and work through it. And, um, and just to keep the motivation high at a time, you know, last year, and a lot of this year as well it's all been a bit strange it hasn't been a great time but you've kept the focus and you got it you got it done so and you had an easy option you know you could have easily said no this isn't for me I'm going to go and find myself another role in payroll and you definitely could do that but you've decided that this is for you in terms of the the business and what you need to needed to do next you've done your exams and then what did you have to do what were the next sort of hurdles for you in le- like getting your business actually ready to launch
2: yeah so when i first started looking into launching my own business i hadn't really thought much further than getting the qualifications i needed to get my practice license and now i realize that the studying was the easy part <laughs> it was um i think it it was bookkeeper's bootcamp in March that um, just gone? That was uh, the turning point for me. Um, it was it was about confidence, which um, it's funny really because confidence isn't something that I've ever struggled with. <laughs> uh, but, but during the sessions, I realised that um, that was because of how I'd been brought up. It it really is true that your childhood shapes your whole life. I mean, my mum and dad have always been massively supportive, encouraged me and my brothers uh, to believe we could achieve anything, despite being very young parents themselves, um, not very confident. um, We didn't have a lot of money. But saying I can't just wasn't in my vocabulary as a child. So I remember watching um, the session on uh, imposter syndrome during the boot camp, uh, and I was thinking... um, Yeah, I think I've got the opposite of this. (laughs) I probably think I can do things I shouldn't. (laughs) Anyway, um, the sessions that really stood out for me the most during the March boot camp were Caroline and Aletha's stories. So um, they talked about completing the six month success programme and that's what helped me decide to sign up for it. Um, I binge watched the whole course I, I listened to sessions while walking Milo the dog um, I'd take notes on my phone and then if there was something that I really needed um, more depth knowledge I re-watched each module when I needed to um, I got involved in everything so it's not just the course that you, you sign up for there's um there's lots of other knowledge available to you. So you've got the weekly office hour sessions with other people that are doing the programme. Then there's the Q&A sessions with you guys, Uh, the study club sessions we mentioned before, and then there's the accountability sessions. They've all proved um, absolutely invaluable to me. Um, I really don't think I would have known where to start without the programme. So, um, it's, the startup program helped me with the basics so like even which software to use i hadn't thought about that and um, how to register as an agent with hmrc i mean when you start in a business setting up your own practice you they're just not things that you think of and um, and then when i went on to do the success program the um the modules that stuck out to me the most was um the preparation and mindset module there was a visioning section in there and before, I, th- I thought I just wanted to be self-employed. I didn't want to be employed anymore working for somebody else. I just wanted to be to be self-employed and bring in a wage that covered what I was earning previously. But the visioning section helped me decide, you no, know, I, I want something bigger. I want a big business. I w- I'm going to go limited. I want to employ people um, and I want to pass on my knowledge and mentor people who, who are going to work for me. Um, Then there was the business planning module, and there was like a business model canvas in there. And that, again, helped me think seriously about setting up the business, planning my services, thinking about clients, pricing, costs. There's just so much content um, and also lots of books that you recommend us to read. I've just consumed it all in a short space of time um, just so I could be ready to start my practice. Oh, well, I mean, it sounds like you are a, you are a powerhouse
0: of studying. And I mean, and you have taken everything that we've put in the course, and you've consumed it. And but the other thing is, Nicole, you haven't just consumed it, you've taken action, haven't you? Every time that we told you to do something, or this is what you need to do next, you've done it. I mean, so to give me a timeline again. So, you started studying with um, ideal schools in the september was it
2: so september 2020 i started the study yeah um, and then i i got my practice license around march time but i carried on studying because i wanted to carry to offer services like self assessment tax and corporation tax returns etc so i did the level 4 studies And in March, I also followed the boot camp and I signed up for the success program. So I was. March last year or this year? This year, 2021.
0: My God, you're just blowing my mind, like how much you have achieved. (laughs) I keep thinking, I'm thinking, I know, I'm sure it's only this year, but it's got to be last year. You've done so much. Okay, so when you started in your practice license, did you set up as a limited company at the beginning? Yes, I did. did.
2: did, Yes. And what made you decide to do that? It because was just, of what you'd yeah. yeah just from what I'd learned in the course from from you mm-hmm. two guys I just thought yeah um self-employment is great if, if if that's the way you want to go but for me I just had a vision of building a bigger practice mm-hmm. and building, not just a practice and not just being self-employed I wanted a business and mm-hmm. I wanted to be a business owner and not a practitioner. can you tell' I've read, I've read the e myth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes absolutely and again yeah we we love we love the Emith so when did you so you, you, when did you actually launch your practice what
2: was what was the day that you launched second of august so that was uh 6 weeks ago nearly, nearly
0: 6 weeks ago yes. okay and 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 okay so you launched then and how did you find your first clients
2: so um It's August. Isn't really a great time to launch a business. So with everybody going on holiday, uh, kids being off school, um, but I knew if I didn't set a day and go for it, I'd always keep putting off until the time was right. But it's always going to be a work in progress. So I just decided to go for it, Um, and I was also still employed until the thirty first of August. So and then me and my husband had been away for a week. We only came back on Tuesday. So this is really the last couple of days is the only where I've been able to fully concentrate on the business. Um and so So finding finding clients.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. So what so at the moment you're like really focused on how you're gonna make people aware of what you're doing and you've I can see you've got your amazing banners behind you you're really on it with your branding you've 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 done that and it it looks fab like it looks like you've got a business has been running for ages really well established it's all been thought out looks really professional so if someone comes over to look at what you do they'll be like oh yeah she she could do this for me um what are you doing to spread the word
2: about what your services are okay so I am on Facebook I'm on Instagram and I'm on LinkedIn and I've kind of been winging it a little bit for the last six weeks just because I haven't had time to put into it and I also knew I'd get some great tips from this week's boot camp but I have business pages and personal pages on all three sites Um, and I've seen a couple of sessions this week and probably need to rethink what I post on each. Um, The personal posts definitely get more engagement than the business posts Um, I did a reel of um, our dog Milo he was asleep on his back with his paws like this and I put some Beethoven music over the top of it so it looked like he was playing the piano and that's got the most engagement I've ever had on social media (laughs) but but I'm not sure that's helping me um, sell the services I offer Uh, then on Facebook I've got friends and family sharing my posts which is great Um, but the most inquiries I'm getting from Facebook are from um, local resident groups so I'm going to definitely going to be on the lookout for more of those and join more of those and tell them about me. Um, On LinkedIn I've got a lot of ex-colleagues from my corporate world and getting quite a lot of self-assessment inquiries from LinkedIn through my old colleagues and I've had nothing on Instagram so far apart from the, the, re, the funny reels that I do with Milo. Uh, so I think I need to make that a priority next, have a look what I can do on the business side, on Instagram a bit more. Um, but I've, I hate having my photo taken. I hate photos of me. I think it's just a still image. So I tend to do videos more than um, picture posts. And I think that's helping me get engagement because people like watching videos and like seeing people talking more than they do reading things I might be wrong on that but that, that's what I've found so far um so yeah there's lots of videos of me on on the three sites and that's Love the way it. I'm gonna go
1: I think you're right people get to know you better don't they on video yeah. and when you're talking go on tell us about what else you've been doing lately to spread the word Nicola <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I had a radio interview um, about two weeks ago now on a Saturday morning. It's not been broadcast yet. So, um, yeah, my my friend is a singer and she put me in touch with the guy. She sent him an email telling him about my story um, and saying to a local local radio station. It was Salford City Radio. um, And he emailed back immediately, said, yeah, I'm really, really interested. Let's get you on. And we did an interview. And I'm waiting for it. He was got. He, we did the interview on the Saturday, and he was going on holiday on the Wednesday, and he did say he would try and edit it while um, before the Wednesday before he went on on holiday, so he could get it broadcast. But I just don't think he he must have run out of time. There was probably a lot of editing to do, because I do talk a lot. <laughs> well, when when it is broadcast, please
0: let us know, because we all oh, would love to hear it. And and I can see why he'd want you on, because you have got such an amazing story. Um, have you had, have you got a client yet?
2: I have. So, um, you know the story. My first client, um, I, I joined, a Go, I'm using Go Proposal as my um, proposal software, um, and I joined the um, the program where we were trying to get, what was it called, Joe? Really well, we wish. called it like the
0: bookkeepers cohort with Go proposal, just to try and like increase either um inc- get a renewal out there so that you could like upgrade and stop the scope creep for one of your current clients, or in your case, to quote and put a proposal out to your first client.
2: Yes, so I think it was a Monday where you did the session with Danielle. Um, And you did a role play uh, about what to do. And in the afternoon, I I just did it word for word. It was really easy because the proposal software does a lot of the work for you. You're just talking through it and you put put the figures in. You're talking to to the client, telling them what the services are as you go through, telling them what added value you can add. And then you get to the end and it it works out the price for you. it was quite a large price let's put it that way I I probably won't I won't give out the figures um so yeah the price it it came up at the end uh, and I sat back because I'd not I'd made the mistake really I should have done it beforehand because I knew the I knew the numbers that she was going to give me so I should have had a practice run and to see what the because my I think my eyes went wow and I had to bite my tongue say just don't say anything else Nicola stay quiet just stay quiet D- don't try and back yourself up now um and she just said she just went wow that it it is more expensive than i was expecting but what you've what you've offered me is absolutely amazing um can you send me the quote so I'd, obviously that's that's what you do with goPro proposal anyway so i just sent it immediately got off a call as quick as i can because i just wanted to run around the house going oh my god that was amazing <laughs> um and then it would be within five minutes I got the acceptance it, it literally was that quick and it, it was absolutely fantastic you get an email from girl proposal when then um, somebody accepts and it it's wahoo and I was literally running around the house on my own with Milo going wahoo oh. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness I love that so much I love it and I know that you shared it with us um in the group and we were just oh I was so elated for you um, because I know how much courage it takes to do a live proposal. And this is something else that we talk about, you know, how, you know, we help you to learn how to sell because it's not easy. You know, you've you might know what you're doing, but to sell yourself is quite hard. And um, and so we did. And I know that role playing people really so much easier so me and danielle we she pretended to be a quite difficult client not really difficult but a little bit difficult she tested me so that i could deal with the objections and and things and actually i'm sure your client wasn't didn't have as many objections as danielle did so it kind of gives you a bit more confidence to kind of go ahead and um and i'm just so pleased that you watched again you took action you watched the training and straight away you put it into action that afternoon and saw the results it's like wow it's it's amazing you really have got to like pat yourself on the back because you really are are amazing so what what does it mean um what does it mean for you now that you have got you've started your practice Um, you know obviously you like you said you've had we've had the summer and you've only literally just launched how do you feel in yourself like with the work-life balance and things, compared to when you worked full-time things, what do you think your practice is going to give you that your full-time job didn't?
2: Well, I love the freedom it gives me. Um, I want to help more businesses. I've been stuck in corporate world, concentrating on one business for for years at a time. So this gives me now the freedom to help more than one business. Um, And I love the flexibility I have with my own time. Um, I'm not tied to a desk from 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Um, I can also choose who I want to work with. Uh, I, I don't have to deal with um, persistent recruiters or silly interview questions anymore. <laughs> I've had some experience with that in the past.
1: What do you think you'd say to someone who's watching this thinking, I want to start my own practice, but I don't I, I don't know. They're perhaps making the excuses or they're just a, a bit afraid. Would you well, it?
2: Preparation is definitely key. Um, My husband always says, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Uh, Our kids think it's really annoying, but it's so true. And everything I've I've done has been planned out. I have a plan for everything. I have to-do lists and I just get on and do it. Um, I would also say, don't compare your journey or your goals to someone else's. You do you. Everyone's different and has different needs. I mean, one person's small win is another person's big win. I think comparison is the thief of joy. So just do your own, do your own thing, do your own journey, set your own goals and go for it.
0: Oh, Nicola, comparison is the thief of joy. (laughs) Talk about that's amazing because it is because you're... We do have that sometimes. Someone will say, "Oh, I've had a little win," and but it's like, no, that's if it's if it's big to you, it's big to you. You know, that's amazing. And and um and our goals change as well. Especially like for me now, you know, I've got a team. I've got a big team, so I can't just take on one client a month because that's not gonna that's that's not gonna be enough because I've got too many people to look after. I have to take on more. So um so I don't mostly celebrate my one clients at a time like but I should do because they're still wins but it's it's silly comparing one practice to another one person like where you've been and your experiences and everything that you've had um in your ups and downs a win for you you know and my wins for me are health wins as well the fact that I can do yoga twice a week the fact that um like me and Zoe both yesterday we were having we was on a boot camp we was having a chat afterwards with a guest and then we said right we're both going on the school run so we'll see you later and the fact that we can do that that to me is true freedom that I can say well I'm ending work now because I'm going to go and get my kids and I really want to go and get them so like we really do need to stop comparing what we want with what other people's wants are and um And I need to see more of Milo. I need to see Milo more. Um, I think I don't think you should stop. If it's not bringing in the business, that doesn't mean it won't. People will love your personality and love Milo for that. And um, I just really want to congratulate you, Nicola. You really are a superstar, and um, it's lovely to have you working with us and everyone. You're just you're an absolute inspiration, and I love. And you're like me. You you share everything, and it's amazing because people really. We w- really want to know how it is. We think everyone you've, you've shared warts and all, so it means that everyone's not going. Oh well, it's all right for her. No, it's not all right for you. You've worked bloody hard and you've done what you needed to do. So hats off to you,
2: Nicola. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like a, an influencer now. <laughs> you
1: are an influencer. <laughs> Can you talking to two and a half thousand bookkeepers about your journey today? <laughs> Oh, I think Milo's going to be an influencer as well. Yeah, I'll
2: have fun fun with that now. (laughs) <laughs> oh well, Nick, thank you so much
1: for taking the time out you're getting so much love in the comments from everyone who's watching Aww, the facebook um thank you so much and um, thanks everyone for joining us live as well if you're here for bookkeepers boot camp we'll be back at 11 o'clock and actually if you want to find out more about the six month success program which we've been talking about today we're going to actually go inside that now and um, so we'll be back at 11 o'clock to show you what it's like to be a student and actually see what you get if you sign up so um join us at 11 for that but for now thank Thanks so much, Nicola. It's been amazing having a chat and hearing about your journey. Wishing you all the best for your business. Take care.
0: Bye. 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 Don't forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with topical bookkeeping chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.